0: All right, what's good, everybody? We are the henchmen of Asteroid M, a show about comic books, movies, anime, cosplay, nerd, blurred, geek culture. Anybody want to add anything there? No? I think you covered it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you got it. All right. I am one of the hosts. I hate saying I am your host. I am one of the hosts. I am Arsonist, League games. Oh, we got Echo. My bad. That was my bad. Sorry. <laughs> I am Arsenicity gamers gamer. We have that guy Ryan in the building. Was good, Ryan. Hey, what's cracking, everybody? Welcome then, to quarantine life. Yeah, quarantine life for real. <laughs> um, then we have our guy Dan Umpton in the building from the Doomcast. What's good with you, Dan.
1: What's going on? How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm. Oh. I mean, as good as I can be right now. All right. 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 <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the best way to put it yeah yeah so are y'all ready to get into some nerd stuff i guess Absolutely. do y'all call it nerd Everything. culture or do y'all call it blur i mean ryan do you call it blur <laughs> i call it i call it life this is just yeah that's yeah, how I feels
1: it's hard because there's like uh there's a single unified culture kind of and then there's yeah. branches off of that yeah fandom branches i mean there's a there's a core thing like marvel movies are so mainstream that it's like my grandma knows about (laughs) like if my Uh. grandma knows who like scrolls are now (laughs) i don't know
2: yeah Yeah, you know, I took my man to see uh, Endgame with my son. Like, the three of us went to see it. Yeah. And she's cutthroat. You know she's been through some things because when people started crying at the end of Endgame, when, when, when they killed Tony Stark, yeah. she, she was like, laughing at the people in the theater. She's like, for real, they're this attached. Like, that's like, <laughs> how
0: you feel. Like, you know, that was <laughs> 10 years of people's life, man. Like, you can't be mad at them for that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, like um – what was it? It was not Endgame. It was uh, Infinity War. It was uh, they. Somebody when Black Panther died picked up a cup and threw it at the wall. Uh, yeah! It was a glass oh, cup. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> and the dude next to me was like, "Are you serious? This is a fucking movie." <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's he's invested in that character, I guess. They
1: did, Yo, I they mean, just yeah. put it out, and there was no way that they were not going to. S- somehow have him snap back. Yeah. Like, for real. Like you know that, that like they're setting they were clearly setting it up to fix yeah. it, but no, I guess. Yeah. I He's guess, only yeah.
0: been here for three months. Like
1: <laughs> you know, already. Yeah. Was, I forgot you were
0: there, Dan. I forgot you were there.
1: Yeah, that was uh that was that was quite uh quite the evening especially. Yeah. but that dude was the highlight of it because <laughs> he left, like he he left though after that. So he didn't see anything else, I think. Wait a minute, he left after that? I, I remember him getting, I remember whoever it was, maybe it wasn't the same guy, but somebody charged out and walked out like at the same moment. It was at Flex, Dang. right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was at Flex, yeah. That yeah. was, yeah, yeah it was,
0: I, oh, I, I remember that. Over the top reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just picked up the cup and slammed <laughs> it against the wall. I was like, bruh, he's coming back. Chill out.
1: That's a collectible cup, man. You yeah. just throw in a <laughs> pizza. What did you do?
0: Yeah, next movie he's coming back, he'll be back in a year, bro. Just chill out, yeah, a year. yeah right. a year. So, yeah, that was that was pretty funny, though. That was pretty funny, but yeah, we are here to talk about nerd blurred, all that good stuff. Just hit us up in the comments if you have a decent comment. I'm gonna say decent comment because I know some people are going to come through with some crazy stuff. If you have a decent comment, they'll pop up at the bottom and we'll read it all out over the live show. This is also a podcast as well. This is going to be a podcast. We'll put the audio up here after the show. So yep. Y'all ready? To get into it though.
2: I Let's
0: am. All right. We're going to start off with something funny though. I mean, this is a serious time out here. We all know it's serious times out here. I have to pop up something about it. Here we go. Galactus is not eating earth. We're safe. <laughs> we're safe right now uh galactus y'all see what he says I, it's too early in the morning for me to really start cussing this arc <laughs> y'all see what he says at the bottom but yeah we're safe from galactus for right now for we're right- the intergalactic bat suit or intergalactic <laughs> bat suit right now yo i seen this and started crying i thought that was hilarious and then the look on his face is even better, like, no yeah, no.
1: yeah, like he approached it <laughs> and just started cringing, like, eh. it, it looks like you turned over, like, an orange that you had in a basket, and you look at the bottom <laughs> of it, like, it's all moldy. Yeah. So it's like, oh, damn. I, I was ready that, for this so.
2: orange.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny. Like I said, it's serious times out here. We got to laugh at something, so. All right, let me get that off of here. All right, so today, let's see. Of course she's going to come through and call us nerds
1: wow but she did call us sexy that's
2: true that's true i'll take it
0: you know what i'm so used to the bad stuff i totally skipped sexy
2: <laughs> wow Y'all, you you've been together for a while if you missed that yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all i see was hey you nerds i totally missed that <laughs> yeah she said i called you sexy though so all right we're gonna get into something right now let me close this one now we're going to get into the MCU new release schedule. Uh, either one of y'all want to talk about it, or y'all want me to go ahead and... I mean, break it down, and then we can we can talk about it. All right, I'm going to share it on the screen. There we go. So Black Widow got pushed back to November 6, 2020, which was the Eternals date. Uh, Eternals, basically everything got pushed back by one movie. So Eternals, February 12th of 2021. Shang-Chi, May 7th uh Doctor Strange what I w- I was seriously like geeked for this movie uh Multiverse of Madness that's November 5th Yeah Oh wait a minute. yeah that's 2021 uh, Thor Love Love and Thunder is February 28 2022 I thought I read something else where that was Black Panther I don't know if this is accurate yeah, originally Oh okay yeah. Okay so, so you think so okay Black Panther 2 May 8th 2022 and then they announced Captain Marvel 2 is coming out July 8th, 2022. Thoughts, opinions?
1: I mean, it's not like if you if you're talking about like the pushback for all of this, yeah, this isn't that bad. My yeah. fear is that this thing is going to come back in like a second and third wave. Yeah. And if we do if we do this bullshit again, I'm sorry, then like I I feel like it, uh, I'm not trying to get real political here, but I feel like the response to this has been a mess when we've got, like, you know, True. more cases and more deaths now than China, yeah. did, and we're a country, like, less than a third of the size. Yeah. Um, so if this comes back and hits us again, I am not going to stand for this. You better release Black <laughs> Lives Matter video on demand day of. No more pushing this back. I'll yeah. watch it from my basement. Like, I just don't want push it back anymore. Uh yeah. yeah.
2: That's the thing that bothers me about it uh, is because now it's also messing up the Disney Plus series, which I'm arguably more excited about because they're saying that they have to release Black Widow before they can release Falcon and Winter Soldier because it ties directly into it. And I'm like, so just put it on Disney Plus. Like, let's go. Like, (laughs) what are we doing, you know? I mean, I understand, but they still want to, like, I mean, honestly, as much work as Scarlett Johansson has put into the role and as big a part as Black Widow has played in the MCU overall, she deserves that theatrical release. Yeah. But as a consumer, I'm like, just just give it to me. Just give it to me now. Like, just let me watch it. it. Like, like, come on, bro. I'm bored. I'm stuck in the house for who knows how many weeks. Like, let me watch that fifteen yeah. times like I've watched Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Like come on, bro, quit playing with me. Yeah. It
1: would be the perfect time for them to get the like the, the Disney Plus series content up there. Yeah. yeah. And and that's it doesn't make any sense. Well I mean it does I guess it does make sense because I didn't realize that it tied in and that's yeah. why they're pushing it back. But Yeah. Um, I also heard that like and I don't I I. It, I haven't even checked on this, but I heard that like they stopped production on Captain America and winter soldier because of the fact that like somebody on set, I don't think it was Anthony Mackie or Sebastian Stan, but somebody on set tested positive, And so they had to quarantine everybody for like 15 days anyway. Uh, really? see, no,
2: I thought that they were, I thought that they were already done with the filming and they were. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I could be wrong. Like that's just what I I figured based on when they were originally talking about releasing, they had to be pretty close. Like yeah,
1: I'd seen like I saw I, but I want to say that that was like a month ago. So maybe they, I mean, they might have finished everything, and then they just had to like, I don't know, I don't know. But I, I, I'm I'm really pumped for that. I'm pumped for Loki. Um, Yeah. I'm pumped for that Wandavision. Honestly, like Eternals. All right. I am. <laughs> I'm ready for that yeah. movie. I'll be honest with you, Shang Chi and Doctor Strange are the ones that, like, immediately I'm very pumped for. Uh, Black Panther, Love and Thunder are going to be awesome.
2: Yeah. yeah. Now that's one thing about these release dates I'm kind of surprised with is how they shuffled them around. Like um, Black Panther getting their almost hole release date, I think they're really going to have to come with something hard for that movie because that May date is usually when they drop the Avengers or like their Iron Man, like their big, big titles. So shout out to that. Uh, It's funny that they're Thor got pushed into the minority calendar date and then Shang-Chi got pushed out. I think that's also kind of a big deal that they went ahead and pushed Shang-Chi out of that Black History Month date to make it, you know, like, I mean, that's what it is, like straight up, like February movies, like nobody fucking cares about February movies beyond the first Black Panther, you know what I mean? (laughs) So for them to push Shang-Chi from February to May is kind of a big deal. Like That kind of seems like they're putting a lot of faith into that one. So hopefully it lives up to the hype.
0: I think, honestly, they should have kept Black Widow in May, dropped a Disney Plus or Video On Demand, and just yeah. kept the dates, and then maybe, I don't know, if you had to drop... I think, honestly, that would have been a good way to push a Disney Plus for the people that don't have it yet. Yeah. yeah. It,
1: exactly. It's yeah. worth going in and spending the money. You can see that. Every other Marvel movie, you're stuck inside. Here's yeah. a brand new movie. Yeah, because, yeah.
2: honestly, I mean, the luster... Has worn off pretty quick from Disney Plus. Like, I mean, it's it's dope, and for all nostalgia sense and purposes, it's awesome. But yeah. like, they, you'll need to keep coming up with that Mandalorian type content in order to keep people engaged. Because I have, honestly, if I wasn't getting a free year through Verizon, I probably would have canceled it just because it's like most of these yeah. Disney movies. I had kids; I already got them. Like,
0: I'm not yeah. really the same with the Marvel movies. Like, it is what it is. So yeah, you know, I Kenny, I feel like they're gonna have some stronger stuff coming. I feel like they will. I feel like they will. But yeah, like I was saying, I I know why they're not doing it. It's a whole piracy thing. Once some one person gets it on video demand, everybody's gonna have it. I I can see that. But at the same time, me, I'm gonna pay for it. Like I'm gonna support it just because I know what they're doing and I love what they're doing. So yeah. Yeah. But like uh, I was really wanting to see Eternals the end of this year. I don't yeah. know anything about it. I was expecting a new yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, out of nowhere, here comes this team, you know, movie. So, because I don't know anything about the Eternals. I'm going to be honest with you.
2: Well, you know, I mean, they basically like birthed the human race. So yeah. it would be like a story like, going through the ages. Uh, like, I feel like, honestly, it probably would have been more along the lines of the in-game format than it would have been yeah. like Guardians of the Galaxy because they'd be going back from like, you know, you got these ancient beings who birthed kind of the human race. Yeah. Uh, I think they're somehow going to use it to backfill mutants in the MCU, but that's just my opinion. We can get into that later. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. I like Brian Tyree Henry, the dude that plays uh, Paperboy on yeah. Atlanta, and he's one of the Eternals, so that was yeah. like... But I also have a fairly strong distaste for Angelina Jolie, so I felt <laughs> like I'm
1: I'm a, yeah. I'm a big Kumail fan, so I'm really pumped that he's in it. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm also shocked that he like that his role required him to get insanely ripped. So I don't yeah. know what they had him doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do like that the Eternals have a connection to Thanos. In right, that he's technically part of that.
0: Yeah, crew, that crew basically, also,
1: like half Eternal, half Deviant. Yeah, and uh, which which is a weird. I mean, that's a very Jack Kirby, Stan Lee, like, that that they have the bad guys in that the eternal uh, realm are called deviants, which is kind of messed up, but all right. Yeah. I do do hope that they somehow figure out how to, how to involve mutants in there. Um, And maybe just, I mean, like you said, if they're going to discuss, like, the creation of humanity, and then they're going to be like, oh, but there's also mutations just yeah. So, you know, maybe yeah maybe they'll find a way in there which i hope i really hope that they do end up putting namor in uh in black panther yeah,
0: yeah. that's, that's right i'm there yeah
1: i read so i'm going to do the doomcast on this this week uh but i went back i was talking with you guys we were talking about the title for this and i was reading marvel comics one from thir- 1939 the first human torch story is in there but also the first namor story and the first Namor story is uh, like it's kind of uh, astonishing because he's straight up. It depends on how you read it. Now, if you read it looking back,
0: yeah. You're
1: like, oh, this is a guy who's fighting against, um, you know, in the environmental destruction of his area, and he's, um, but he's he's framed as a villain. And he right. specifically says that he's out to destroy the white man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it's it's very funny because it's just like... That's a, a
2: bold claim for 1939. Yeah,
1: Actually, yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, for 1939, it's something else. Uh, but, yeah, he like, at his whole plot, he, like, goes to a lighthouse and turns it off. So, it's not... <laughs> Like I'm gonna crash he, this boat. So yeah. Like, it's, it's it's a a boat, he's like There's so many ships that would crash. Like it's very <laughs> um it's very nineteen thirty nine, but it's it's also kind of funny like how they frame him as a villain. And I love the character, uh, just because he's not like he's kind of like Doom in the respect that like he's not a hundred percent a villain. He's a yeah. guy that has his own interests and he's like, Look, I've but unlike Doom, he's like, Look, I've got this is my kingdom. This is kind of where I want to stay and mm. I don't want to come, you know, anywhere out of this. Like Tchalla's a diplomat. Like he, he he's yeah. uh, interested in having an interconnection with other countries, but still you know, keeping keeping his country's resources and interests as yeah. number 1, no doubt. Yeah. But uh, But Namor's just like I don't I don't give a fuck about any of you like as long as you leave me alone. And leave Atlantis alone. We're good, um, but yeah, I I just love the character just because he's like, um, he's, he's so freaking over the top, arrogant as hell, uh, and just makes a good villain, but also likable in a lot of ways. I don't know, yeah. a lot of arrogant arrogant people, in <laughs> a lot.
2: No, I agree. He like he, especially how he talks to like the majority, well, everybody on the Fantastic Four other than Sue Storm. Like how namor just continues to sun reed richards decade after. <laughs> is a thing of pure beauty to me like since you're smart ass down somewhere yeah nobody cares <laughs> like yeah I,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Namor is yeah, top five dead or alive for sure
1: i i love how ev- literally every fantastic four villain is all trying to bang sue every yeah. single one of them like I've, i i I've didn't even notice that the Galactus, galactus yeah Really messed up saying that word. <laughs>
2: Words are hard. It's okay.
1: Lactating. Lactating.
0: You're stupid. Stupid.
1: <laughs> oh my god. No, but it's crazy that it like every single one of them. Namor, Doom. I'm pretty sure Mole Man. Yep. I don't know.
2: For oh, sure, and I know in the Ultimate reboot that he was all about it, and it was even more weird because they were like actually basically children and he had been one of her teachers and he's like yeah i got you down here with wow. me. like we're about to repopulate like nah bro that's
0: gross you got yeah you know, thanks." that put him on serious villain status right there that's crazy no.
1: it's yeah. one thing when you're trying to like you're trying to be smooth and you're trying to talk to somebody you know and you're trying to like if you're trying to convince somebody like yeah that's right you know what we're gonna do but then the second you're like we got to repopulate. Then it's like, all right, you're talking oh. about making more people now. This is gross. <laughs> like, yeah, for real. You really, there's a line that you cross. The second, oh, yeah. like, sir, <laughs> I'm going wow. to
0: impregnate you. That's yeah. <laughs> and, w- and then when you say it like that, I'm going to impregnate you. That is even weirder. Like, it is. It <laughs> is. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> yeah. No, but um, yeah, I, I honestly, Disney please just drop some of these on Disney plus the day that they were supposed to come out. I know, yeah. I know they want the money and I, they're trying to set records and everything, but.
2: Right. And they honestly, uh man, I wonder what they're really going to be, what they're planning on for Shang-Chi. Like I'm wondering what the big thing is going to be about with Shang-Chi because mm-hmm. the fact that I haven't heard of them pushing back WandaVision Division. So to have, from a 2020 release, so to have that big of a gap from when that drops to the win. Oh, like,
0: yeah.
2: Person Madness in November 2021, like that seems like a big gap. So unless they're planning on delaying WandaVision, which I'm not, I would not be happy yeah. about, then uh, I don't understand why they wouldn't switch
0: that one in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I didn't even realize that. I didn't think about that. And I think that was a show that I was looking forward to the most. And then it was Loki. So just from the preview, it just looked trippy as hell,
1: to be honest. Yeah. With you. yeah. I wonder if I wonder if this Shang-Chi movie is going to deal with, because it's obviously it's going to have the Mandarin in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The real
0: Mandarin. Yeah.
1: The real Mandarin. And <laughs> it's not gonna, I mean, like, at, at least it, it looks like it's uh, like a... 90, if not close to 100, percent Asian cast. Yeah, so they got that part right. Yeah, um, but with the Mandarin, like the dude's got 10 different rings that do 10 different things, but he stole them from a dragon alien. Yeah, uh, and I, yeah, I yeah. hope that they somehow work that in. I just want to, if they if they manage to get Fing Fang Foom in there, I'm all about that's it. That's what I'm
0: thinking is going to be. I actually think that's what it's going to be.
1: I mean, if it's going to be if it's going to be something that big and that yeah. crazy. I'm with it, but if you if you can put a dragon in the MCU, but you couldn't actually have the dragon or the costume in Iron Fist, I I don't know what to say to you. I well, don't
2: to I mean, they you. kinda did the costume in Iron Fist in a flashback
1: almost. A little and bit. plus
2: let's be real, real honest, that costume's goofy as hell.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh,
2: it like, is. Because, I mean, think about it. They actually put the actual Luke Cage costume in the Luke Cage series, and you're like, there's no way. I can watch it with that. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: worked worked really well.
2: It worked really well for the 37 seconds it was on (laughs) stream. To have to watch an entire season or two of that costume. No. Yeah. 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 And plus... Uh, Black Dude and Shackles in twenty what, eighteen at the time, that ain't gonna fly. We ain't gonna. yeah, know. there
0: would have been a lot of hell raised over there. <laughs> yeah. No,
1: yeah, that's gonna be a problem. Right.
0: Yeah, I was thinking that too when you said the Namor line. I was like, if he says that in Black Panther, oh my god.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. be like they would burn path. down yeah, people would be burning down theaters and everything over just that one line. If they acted crazy over Black Panther one and there was nothing really in there. That line would murder, murder, <laughs> like, yeah,
2: real, real funny, like, yeah.
0: yeah. That would be crazy. That that's would like, be crazy. like for real. That's what you're trying to do. That's what I'm trying to do.
1: Like, <laughs> and they, bond. they bond. How they can't help but tell on themselves. Yeah, with, like the opposition to Black Panther and the opposition to Captain Marvel, and how yeah. upset they were with like with both, with their they're. Like the, I don't, I don't understand what the real complaints were when you're, you're talking about two characters that have 50 plus years of yeah. history and were created by either Jack Kirby or Stanley. I don't understand what the issue even was. It was just, it was, it was just them telling on them themselves of like, no, yeah, you know, racist, yeah. and that's all it is. I mean, yeah, that's
0: I've seen a couple uh, well not a couple people i seen a group on Facebook I, I joined the group just to like mess with them right I was getting in their comments messing with them they were saying that Black Panther was about the Black Panther party from the 70s and we <laughs> were trying to promote black power to their children and I was like this dude has so much history all you got to do is Google right <laughs> just Google I was in there I got banned like in like 10 minutes it was
1: 10 <laughs> let's pretend that it was let's pretend that like somehow like <laughs> Huey P. Newton or Bobby Seal shows up <laughs> like in, in a prequel portion and they're like you know it's yeah like you know Southern California in the, the late 60s <laughs> and they show up and it, it like you have you know T'Chaka yeah. is there with them like studying in the United States
2: yeah T'Chaka oh, founded the yeah. WIC program that's what <laughs> happened
1: like if they, I mean, yeah, they actually like, oh, it was T'Chaka's idea to create a breakfast program. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I, if, it, if it did promote, like, I I guess I don't really know what the problem is even then.
0: Honestly. Yeah. No, it, I, to me, I just, <laughs> I, I was reading all the comments and stuff and I was like, okay, so you have a dude that's a literal God. You got a billionaire that don't believe in God. He basically believes in himself. And his he, friend is a God yeah like you have all these other things but you're mad at the guy in a cat suit basically a black panther suit and he's smart and he's rich and basically he's black so that's what that's what that's what we're mad about black Uh, royalty just a damn minute
1: (laughs) excuse me
0: (laughs) it was it was funny it was it was pretty funny i i got banned in like 10 minutes so (laughs) it was yeah But are y'all ready to get into the main topics today? Oh, word. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let me shut this one down. All right. So the main topic for today is the X-Men. We're going to just get into the X-Men. We're going to talk about the past, present, the future, and them in the MCU. What we would like to see from the X-Men in the MCU. So should we start with the MCU part? Yeah. Yeah, Let's let's start with the MCU. Okay, the main question I get from people is, who would we like to see in the X Men on the big screen in the MCU? So I, I figure Ryan's going to throw out Bobby Drake instantly.
2: Well, uh, yes, I <laughs> like don't don't sleep on the Omega level Iceman.
0: Okay? <laughs> But will we ever get an Omega level Iceman on this on the big screen? We should. We absolutely should.
2: I, okay, so to go back to your original question, uh, I mean, I feel like Marvel clearly does their movies and trilogies. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I almost feel like you almost have to start with the original class. Like, take it back to the original five. Uh, well, okay, so if we can get a little deep here, right? So say. The Eter- so the, in my mind, the Eternals are going to introduce mutants to the MCU. Okay. The Eternals are going to be spanning time and everything like that, and if you are go into the comics, they say that the first mutant was Apocalypse. So, yeah. I feel like you need to introduce... You don't even have to introduce all of... like. You don't have to introduce Charles Xavier, Magneto, none of that. Post-credits for the Eternals should be Apocalypse. Straight up. Just introducing the fact that there are mutants in this world and they've been here for... Two, three thousand years. Yeah. You know what I mean? And from that, so you plant that seed, and then you can go forth, and then in what either one of the series or another movie, that's when you introduce like the modern elements of either like Professor X and Magneto, you know, the two sides of that coin. And then you can go into that. And I just have dude, I don't really think you need a first class remake or anything like that. But if you are gonna do it, then do it with the original five founding members. In that with Krakoa. Uh, and then the second one would be when you introduce the most, the more popular class of the X-Men, where you get your Storm, Colossus, Wolverine, Nightcrawler. Yeah. Nobody really cares about Sunfire, but you know we can figure out something to put in there. Uh, and then you can go wherever from that point. But I kind of feel like that's, in my opinion, that would work the best.
0: Being a, a lifelong fan of the franchise, so you think start off would basically the first-class storyline, and then move on to the newer ones. So you're saying a trilogy, basically, of first-class?
2: I mean, not really. The first-class, not in the sense of the X-Men first-class film, but yeah. the first-class in the sense of the original five X-Men. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Jean Grey, Iceman, Beast, Angel.
1: Yeah, I think I think for the purposes of the, the movie and storytelling, you could truncate both of those storylines into one thing and have the the first portion of the first class training uh, changing beast experimenting on himself uh um, yeah. Worthington getting disillusioned and deciding to quit Gene deciding to leave or turn to like turning into the phoenix and yeah. as not necessarily a flashback but um like a a story that you tell maybe in the middle of the, a retelling of giant size X-Men, yeah, uh, in, in a way where it, where you know you have um, like all this tension built up to where people who aren't familiar with the franchise are like, well, where where is the original class? And then you have Cyclops, ex, you know, explaining to Professor X that he does I don't want what happened to these people to happen to you know what happened to uh, the original five, and maybe yeah. there's like a flashback or something. That
2: Yeah, honest. that could absolutely work, especially when you're dealing with like multiple world class telepaths. Like, mm-hmm. who's to say they haven't been here this whole time? And Professor X wasn't putting the whammy on us. Like, all this shit's been happening in the background. You just don't remember it because yeah. you know, I mean,
1: yeah, they had to shut it down. That they had to keep right. like wiping people's minds. I think that's what they're going to have to do. Is they're going to have something where Jean had had something to do with maybe the Phoenix Force. And just made everybody forget that mutants existed, and yeah. include or maybe did that in concert with Wanda, and right. Wanda's the only one that uh, you know she forgot, but is damaged as a result of it. That would be yeah. kind of an interesting tie-in too.
2: You can almost even do like a reverse House of M through WandaVision where one of her things is like she's created this perfect life with like her family, her father, like she never knew because her parents were killed and all this, that and the other. And then that kind of like spills over into the main universe, like the MCU universe. Like there's so many options of things that they could do. It's just they have to pick one and do it well. I do not
1: really want them to keep Michael Fassbender as Magneto. Um, True. True. Yeah. Magneto, like, I mean, you know, at the time, I think when I I, I was coming up with X-Men, I was just like, oh, this guy's like mutant liberation. Like, okay, it's a metaphor. But, like, clearly violence is not the answer. And, like, now in 2020, I'm just like, but what? You know what? (laughs) Like,
2: (laughs) maybe we could have, if we (laughs) didn't run somebody through the town square, we could have prevented a lot of this. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: Right. (laughs) Just like maybe Magneto had a point. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. He might have have been onto something.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? That's that's my whole problem. I don't know what story to run with with the X Men. What I want to see more out of them. They have so many classic like stories that is just like okay. So who do I want to see? And then when I see them on screen, am I going to be mad that somebody else isn't on the screen? Like. Can we get Darwin to have a fair chance this time? Can we get like the first what was it first class movie? The, the man barely made it thirty minutes in. I want to see a like a dope Darwin character.
2: His power is the ability to adapt to survive yeah. and kill him <laughs> immediately. Like how yeah. dare you?
1: Yeah. So they, they they brought him back in the recent comics too. Yeah, really? they brought Darwin back because they're bringing everybody back. Um, oh, okay. Not to like. Uh, not to spoil a bunch of stuff, but if you, if you've read or are planning to read House of X, Powers yes. of X, um, basically the conceit of it is that Krakoa, which is a living island, yeah, um, and Xavier made, basically made an agreement that Krakoa would permanently manifest as a home for mutants, regardless of who they were, and Krakoa would produce, um, several flowers. One of the flowers is a gateway that they can, if you plant it in soil anywhere, it's a gateway directly to Krakoa. But um, only for mutants. But only for mutants. Yeah. There's doors on, like, the moon. There's doors all over the world. There's a door, uh, door now um, on the Shi'ar homeworld. So it's, they're just, like, portals. And then uh, other flowers that cure every human disease. Um, hmm. Other stuff. Uh, but yeah. they, the mutants several of the mutants there work together in concert uh, to resurrect anybody that Xavier has a psychic backup of. So nobody can die anymore. Uh, so they brought Darwin back specifically for a mission where they uh, they found a um, some technological chamber on an island that's similar to Krakoa okay. that dilates time, and on the inside of it there's uh, like a like a tech, Some kind of technological mutant race. Um, they sent Darwin in because he can adapt. Because they're like, if time dilates, you could be in there for 10,000 years. Like, you could get trapped. So, yeah. somebody that's going to be able to adapt to the uh, hyperbaric time, basically. Um, and they'd sent people in, uh, and Storm went in. Storm ended up coming out, and she's like, they haven't gone too far else with this, but she's. Mm. Very messed up, and something inside of it affected her, and they're running with this as like one of their main stories too. So it's okay. it's very storm centric, but um, it's kind of a race against time now to figure out what it is that she, what disease she has, timely, um, yeah. and and how to fix it. So I okay. feel like I skipped an entire topic. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Right. You're good. You're but good. It's, it's so wild though because I feel like this is going to end up being one of the stories. That they have to tell in movies uh just because of the scope of it it's incredibly epic but even with this i don't know where you start like you would have to yeah. start the giant size x-men story to introduce Krakoa. but other than that man i don't know yeah
0: like i said there's so many like epic stories with the x-men i don't even know where i want them to start i i would hate to be the person that be like we're starting here that's That to be honest, like I, there's so many classic X Men, and I mean, they're doing Deadpool, so we can push some of the X Men Colossus and you know, all them over to to that. But like the mainstream, this is the X Men starting the MCU.
2: That's a big task,
0: yeah, Uh, a huge task, yeah. Like Fantastic Four is already set stone. You know, you have the main characters. X Men, you have hundreds to pull from. That probably was as difficult as the Avengers. Who are we starting with? We know Captain America, Thor, all them, but who else is going to be added? You know, we're gonna put Quicksilver in here for literally a minute. (laughs) Like a minute. Like whose spot did he take? in the other storylines that they had. You know, there's multiple. Hank Pym.
2: I mean, I mean yeah, Scarlet Witch and yeah. Quicksilver were from from the jump, but the fact that they left out Ant-Man and the Wasp because they didn't necessarily want to go to the problematic backstory of Hank Pym, yeah. So yeah. they decided to go with Scott Lang instead, which personally I think was a great idea because yeah. the Ant-Man movie is the first Ant-Man is one of my top five marvel movies period like it really is very good i'm also a fan of heist films so i felt like they really told that line perfectly well um but yeah i agree with x-men it's gonna be hard but there's so many points where you could introduce the different people like the the fact that they're doing black panther 2 and storm as an african goddess like you could completely have her introduced as a separate character uh, found you know like all of a sudden t'challa's like hey girl you kind of yeah. look like my mom, because another side note, Angela Bassett still should play Storm to this day. I don't care what anybody says. Like, she, the perfect person. She was to me, too. Storm. Yeah. And then when they had her with the White Dreads and Black Panther, I was like, sweet baby Jesus, that's a more that's Aurora Monroe. Why are y'all playing
0: with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that, too. I thought but, that
2: too. I mean, you could introduce her as like an African goddess, weather goddess, especially if they go with the idea that uh, Nakia is a bad guy in the comic books, the Black Panther comics. Like, you know, like there's there's so many ways you could do it. I just need Disney to cut me a check and I'll write y'all some ideas. Like, <laughs> so many
0: ways. Yeah, that that's the whole problem right there. I keep trying to figure out where they're going to go with these stories. And when I seen Nakia in the movies, I was like, OK, so this storm has to come into play. Like, she has to come into play. But like I said, I don't know. I hate to be the guy sitting there trying to figure it all out, to be honest with you.
1: Well, that's what I th- – the thing is, I thought when they introduced Ultron, I was like, oh, surely they're going to have Hank Pym and they're going to have that whole storyline. Right. Thing. And they didn't do that. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I feel like that, that would be the appropriate way to do it. Yeah. Yeah but, uh, so I also wonder if um you know if that is if they're going to do it that way or if it's getting to a point where studio execs you know does does Kevin Feige and people who care about the stories being told have as much control as they did yeah or, you know are they going to are they going to screw up in the telling of things just because
2: Well, they almost they almost wrote themselves into a corner with the fact that in the MCU everything is so connected. Like, if they just would have done a clean break after Endgame, rather than having to like continue on with these stories and still have them loop back to the original characters, da 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 da. Like, you could have done so many different things. You could have i mean recast iconic characters you could have told different stories that weren't told before you could have corrected some of the things that people thought were erroneous like the original mandarin like all this that and the other that they could have done how they done it have they just had to be a clean break but now you have all these other all this other red tape that you have to navigate in order to be yeah. able to make these pieces fit so I mean, I agree with you on that, too. Like, it's going to be really interesting to be a writer and have to figure out, like, all right, how can I put this in here and have it make any kind of sense? Because, again, Fantastic Four is fairly easy. Like, the Fantastic Four has always been a group of scientists rather than, like, a superhero team. So you could have any... Group of scientists that happens to be going out on some mission or whatever comes across some cosmic energy wave, and all of a sudden this motherfucker set himself on fire. Like, <laughs> that's real easy to do, you know. But when you have something with as as long as a history and is integral to the overall Marvel universe as yeah. the X Men, like, yeah, that's a that's a heavy
0: task. So, yeah, yeah, that's a good point Perry brought up too. Um Even if it's just the X-Men phase, they still have the Marvel, you know, Black Widow, all them other movies. And then there's just X-Men movie, X-Men movie, X-Men movie coming along right in between them. I think that would be dope. Yeah, There's too many classic stories with the X-Men. Like, we would be waiting forever just to see Apocalypse, to see phoenix to see we literally would be waiting forever we would be probably in our late 50s before those storylines come into play so yeah yeah yeah. i want an age
2: of apocalypse story though for the simple fact that i want uh, i want a, a i want a theatrical human high council with like your reed Richards, your peter parker all this that and the other like they're supposed to be trying to figure out the mutant issue like they're so there's just so many damn options, bro. There's so many options.
1: <laughs> like, I, wanna, yeah. I, I do want to see Age of Apocalypse just because I want to see some of that. Like, that was the that was the event. Yeah. Of, like, the early collecting days. Like the first one was Infinity Gauntlet, and then like that was that was like the first time I picked up comics. And yeah. then Age of Apocalypse was the first like huge like multi line event. And yeah, I you know. To this day, yeah, I would love to see all that. I would still go ahead and say that the Nate Gray X-Man is my favorite version of that character. Like, I like people pretty well, but I like X-Man more than that. Um, That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I would really, like you said, there's too many stories, and it is real hard to make the decision on, like, which one you could do. I, I agree with Perry. Which... Uh, actually, uh, let's wish Perry a happy birthday, because, yeah, oh, happy, yeah. Birthday, happy birthday, birthday Perry. Birthday. Happy birthday, Perry. I know you're still watching. you got to still be watching. I hope you're still watching. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. No, I think that's a great point, because they could make, uh, they could still do their own phase, and still connect. That's a good point, also. Onslaught yeah. Really that's actually to- what I was going to say next. You know, like, like, yeah. I'm- I mean I, you could you could do a you could do a trilogy leading to and dealing with onslaught on its own.
2: Well, I feel like Not to much. do that, you'd almost have to have two the two the Fantastic Four and the X Men trilogies running parallel to each other mm-hmm. because Franklin Richards, of course, was a huge part in the whole Onslaught story. Like yep. so if you have the Fantastic Four leading up to Franklin or to Reed and Sue's kids, and then X Men leading up to this schism that causes Professor X brain to break you know what i mean and then have that have that then be like the avengers the next avengers line where they're trying to figure out how to be onslaught across the mcu then yeah
0: let me let me ask you a question what you just said okay so say they had the regular mcu then they had the x-men and then they have fantastic four you think people could handle that many movies dropping like that at the same time you think marvel disney could deal with that at the same time I mean we're already doing
2: what, three theatrical three theatrical releases a year? Yeah. Like, a lot. I don't I don't really feel like that. Especially when you're having these two greatly beloved properties and people who are really feel some type of way about the fantastic four and how they need to get a proper shot after the
0: yeah the horrible movies that they had beforehand yeah, right
2: the, like the shit like, show we're just gonna call it the shit show yeah. if everything if i think that would be the smart thing to do yeah. have one one of the releases be an x series release one of the releases be a fantastic release and then the third one still being like the avengers verse you know, I feel like that'd be a great way for them to maintain that three releases a year. But could you
0: could you wait that long for like okay, so we know that Thanos was the first big villain in the movies, right? Yeah. Could you wait even longer because they're only dropping one movie out of the main MCU movies? Could you Yeah, because
2: it doesn't necessarily like Thanos was definitely uh, uh I mean for lack of a better term, like an in-game style character, yeah. but Really, when it comes down to it, like, Onslaught talking, is kind of a bigger deal.
0: Yeah. No, I'm talking about the buildup to seeing the big villain. Because how many movies did we have? Let's, let's just put it this way. How, how many movies did we have before we seen Thanos in action? It was like.
2: Yeah, a lot. But, I mean, when you think about it, though, all Onslaught is, though, is Professor X's broken psyche. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, in all this shit that and that you're doing with these X Men movies, and you're going through, you could just have these little glimpses that Professor X is really not as all there as it seems, and then all of a sudden something big happens that causes him to break. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really feel like you necessarily need 22 films to or 19 films to build up to that. Like, yeah, with, with Thanos, you don't have all those extra stories to tell because a lot of them have already been told. A lot of them are already established. You just need yeah. to figure out who Professor X is, what makes him tick, and what can take him over that edge, yeah. which isn't gonna take 19 movies to do.
0: Yeah, no, I understand that, understand that. Um, my my whole thought process is, first of all, 10 years was kind of long. I didn't even, we, we're not guaranteed we're gonna see 10 years. Can we like narrow it down to like half of that? I want to, I, I need my next big bad like in half the time. So yeah. yeah. like
1: two and a half year arc where you yeah. have like several different individual movies feeding into maybe you do the the Galactus storyline, maybe you do five just five films on Onslaught Maybe you do uh, you know five or six films, and then a, maybe a maybe a one part very long movie on Secret Wars. Yeah, so um, you yeah. know, I don't know. I feel like yeah. Secret Wars. It, there are some storylines where you can you can functionally reset a bunch of things if you want to had yeah. that opportunity in endgame i think ryan made the point that like they didn't do yeah. a whole lot of stuff when they could have and they probably should have but secret wars gives you that opportunity too where you just suddenly yeah. like everyone's like i mean you don't have to do that even in the comics they didn't do it all that discreetly they were just yeah like, hey i'm the beyonder <laughs> i come from beyond and now you're, on the <laughs> boom yeah, right. yeah. What else do you need you know they're all stuck in a planet and they don't understand what it is that's like... A um,
2: fight.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's
1: like one of those, like, uh, you, could, you could frame it like, Marvel always wins when they make a movie that's not a superhero movie, but it's another genre film. So if you make Secret Wars, something like The Cube or The Platform or one of those movies where you have a bunch of different characters who are in basically a Death Trap movie, you yeah. don't know what they have to do, but they all realize, oh, we all have to fight, and you just shove all these characters in a situation where they have to fight on this random planet, you could still make it work and make it interesting. Yeah. Um, Secret wars I would I would want to see, but I wonder if a bunch of characters just fighting non-stop would still make a fun movie for regular people who are not embedded nerds. Even I, if
2: it didn't, they still have the Disney Plus series. Like
1: yes.
2: if, if they're all about integrating that platform in with the greater MCU, then you could have that and have them be like straight versus battles for the episodes. You could also do that for the yeah. X-Men part of it with him going out and finding the students. Like you could have a you could have a Disney Plus series about Professor X and Magneto working together and going out and trying to build the school together and get their team together and then jump to the movies once they're once they're already established. Like yeah. y'all got options.
0: My bad Perry, I didn't see this comment, but yeah this fits in right to what Ryan was saying, so yeah. No, my my whole thought process was, I'm gonna pull this back up real quick. Like, when you said that like the MCU movie, the X-Men movie, the Fantastic Four movie, I was sitting here looking at this list and I was like, okay, so Black Widow would be this year, right? Yeah, It was going by your rule. Eternals next year, and then Shang-Chi 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025, (laughs) like that's what I was looking at. I was like, would people really wait for that?
2: I mean we we legit waited ten years for Thanos. Yeah. And honestly, like this these are our action movies now. Like yeah. they're no longer like comic book movies. Like these are our yeah. rampos, our terminators, our lethal weapons. Like these are our modern day action movies, comedy movies with you know yeah. little peppers of drama thrown in there. Like that's one thing Marvel has done is they've taken over cinema in the sense that now you're telling all these different types of stories with just these long established characters like these larger than life characters just like Rambo was larger than life just like Arnold and Predator was larger than life just like your old Kung Fu heroes were larger than life now they're just wearing CGI costumes that's really the only difference between the films that they're putting out now and the films they did 10, 20, 30 years ago okay
1: Okay, that's my that's my opinion. I think you're right too. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's um, very true.
1: Because the, the whole the whole genre has taken over cinema to a point where you know you had that pretty famous uh, issue, not issue, but the Scorsese having beef with Marvel movies in general. Yeah. Or, and like I get it, you know, it, you. But there's still platforms for, and uh, and. and I mean, they, they had an adaptation of Little Women that came out this year that went over apparently pretty well, I hope. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I... Shit, I one who watched it, it was pretty good. Yeah. That's <laughs> Pa Odenkirk in it, as Pa. It's a pretty yeah. weird movie to watch. Uh, but there's... Uh, you know, I, I think there's still space for every kind of movie out there. But it is... I mean, obviously MCU movies and to a lesser extent DCU movies are moneymakers for studios. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So. I mean, look at Joker. Joker wasn't a typical supervillain movie. Yeah. That Not Joker probably. was along was in the vein of what was that Bradley Cooper movie where he had like he was like manic depressive living in his house. Like oh um oh my god it's on the tip of my tongue. I know what you're talking
0: about too. It'll pop yeah. up in a minute.
2: Yeah but so it's like it's these stories where you have like these really human stories just with the 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 side of these established characters you know so yeah there's so many different ways to tell them like honestly again looping it back to the x-men i would love to see a straight detective movie of x-factor with multiple man running the x-factor office where they're solving like the mutant crimes and everything after the house of m like like There's so many different options you could do where you could then just put in these characters into these other types of stories.
1: The like, opening, I, I, I'm telling you right now, the opening scene of that movie, if you, if you start off with X-Factor, you have Jamie Madrox following somebody, dangerous. He goes in, he gets shot, and he's like clinging to life, right? Uh-huh. And then the Madrox Prime walks up like 20 minutes later and reabsorbs it. That's a great intro scene. Right, like he just starts off reabsorbing the Madrox clone. People would just be like, "What?" Like people who don't know, (laughs) they're like, "All right, I'm in." Yeah, I'm with that. A a detective movie, Framing X Factor, as a full-on detective movie. Would be the the only way to do it really well. Honestly, I
2: agree. I agree. Yeah, and it'd be fucking amazing. yeah. Yeah.
1: If you, I would hope that you would have strong guy played by the tiniest dude in real life that you could find.
0: That would yeah. be hilarious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get Peter
2: Dinklage to play strong guy. <laughs> yeah,
1: Yo, perfect.
0: perfect. Uh, when we seen Dan was in the theater when we seen Infinity War and Peter Dinklage popped up on screen as this giant dude, the whole <laughs> theater started dying. Like yeah. they yeah. shut up for a good two minutes. Yeah, it was
1: perfect.
0: Yeah. Okay, so y'all want to do something fun. Y'all y'all just pop, y'all had something pop into my head. We have control over Marvel, Disney, right? We have to set up six, um, I wasn't on screen, six series to run alongside of each other, right? Movie-wise. So we got the MCU. What's the other five? You got X-Men. You got Fantastic Four. Now we have three. What else is going? They drop every other month.
1: Every other month, and these are these are movie series. These aren't TV series.
0: Uh, let's do movie series first. Okay. Because we got to think of six for TV series. Marvel properties. Yes. Hmm. That I, that y'all are doing the same thing I was doing. <laughs>
1: if, if we're talking about if, if we're talking about movies, yeah, um, we we already have X Men. We already have Fantastic Four. Um, if they have to be if they have to be series or trilogies of movies yeah i think you could do a really good thunderbolts movie
0: yeah, yeah. Um, I can i, I can i give a, you something right here real quick i think the thunderbolts are going to come from black widow's movie that's my thought
1: i would be with that i yeah, but I, I really think that that would be either a movie or a tv series yeah um i think you could you could do a really good thunderbolts because you could take some of the established um marvel villain characters and then yeah. mix them in with other people that you're like, yeah. oh, this guy got caught for this, this woman got caught for that. Uh, yeah. whatnot. real
2: quick, could you all imagine a thunderbolt series headed by Norman Osborn in the vein of House of Cards?
1: Oh. Sh- yeah, I no, I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, or I it's like just, that. It's it's just him like occasionally looking at the camera and manipulating everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm absolutely with that.
0: Yeah, actually, be, that, that would be super dope. That kind of gave me a chill there. Actually, <laughs> like uh, just watching them look into the screen and say some stuff, walking past people like, "Oh God, okay."
2: Even doing okay. like the goblin voice, like, yeah, like, ah, like, yeah, that'd be so, yeah. dope. That'd be so dope. Uh, uh,
1: got
0: a
2: Heroes for Hire.
1: Heroes yeah. for Hire would be really would be a really good street level movie series. Um, yeah.
2: Again, switching genres and going to like straight buddy cop. Between Power Man and Iron would you, Fist,
0: would you put that as a movie or a TV show?
2: TV show, personally.
1: Okay. I and I think honestly, if if they're gonna bring if they're gonna have TV shows of anything that they bring back, they need to bring back a Heroes for Hire TV show, and they need to bring back Daredevil. Those yeah. Are both great. Yeah. Uh, Iron Fist, you don't really have to. I I feel like, I feel like. Um, I feel like Luke Cage works on his own
0: yeah Very well. he does yeah
1: Iron Fist only really works well on screen I think if you if you have kind of him somebody paired yeah. uh, with Luke because yeah. I think they have a good buddy cop interplay yeah. uh, and I think that you can bring you can bring Luke into uh, Danny's world and by Danny's world I mean like you can bring him into like Kunlun you can have him in like uh, the seven cities of heaven. You could have a tournament between the, you know between the other immortal weapons. You could introduce them. But you yeah. can't if you do that with just Danny Rand, um, it I I don't think it's as effective. Yeah. So uh, I'm trying to yeah. I'm just looking at different characters here that I'm thinking like that would be fun. I think you could do a really good uh, cosmic series with yeah. Nova. I,
2: I agree Then the Nova perhaps, Corpse, yeah.
1: Yes. Or, alternatively, champions. You bring a bunch of young Marvel heroes in. This is it. That's maybe a key way you could bring in Miles Morales, Sam Alexander. You could bring in uh, Amadeus Cho, and maybe gradually have him turn into another Hulk. Yeah. yeah. Come on. I like mean,
2: Ironheart. You could bring her in too if you really got to have. I, the... Yeah,
1: you've got so many characters. You've got Ironheart is like, going to end up being key. I think in. The reboot, like I've got, well, shit, I've got the Champions poster even back there, um, <laughs> but I would like to see like there's there's sort of like a, a new uh, a new young hero Trinity in Marvel, and that's you know Sam uh, Kamala and Miles, yeah, uh, and you could I mean you can you could throw uh, Gwen in there. Gwen Stacy. uh, Or
2: America Chavez. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would like to see America. Yeah, no, you've got got America Chavez. You've got, I'm trying to think of, like, other people that that kind of fall into that vein. Prodigy. um, Mm -hmm. You've uh, Kate Bishop. Uh, There's a lot of people who are in Young Avengers that uh, haven't really gotten any kind of fair shape. See,
2: I think they're going to do Wicked and Hulkling after WandaVision. I think they're going to come into
1: play. I hope so. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. I thought so too so like a young avengers series might actually be pretty good yeah
0: i i've actually heard that they was looking into the into that which would be dope but i don't know i don't know if i want to see a movie i'd rather see it no i'd rather see a big budget movie than a tv show now that i think about it
2: yeah If i'm going tv show i want to see like a Orville, Star Trek, Battlestar Galactica esque Starjammer series. I think that. Would uh, be
0: yeah.
1: Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That'd be dope. Um, yeah, I agree. The Thunderbolts would be good, and then yeah, yeah I I love the idea of the Detective Agency X Factor. I think that'd be just,
0: just yeah, like, yes, yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. That yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good list right there. That's a good list. I. Uh, I know he said Daughters of the Dragons, of course. Hold on, let's see what other comments we got. Um, I need to see Hercules. Okay, Hercules with Machine Man adapted from the miniseries as a cosmic one-shot. You think they could get away with one-shot movies? Or just put them on Disney Plus?
1: A Hercules movie? You could do as a one-shot. I think that would be a lot of fun. Okay.
0: Basically, just random characters getting their one-shot. There you go. And maybe they'll pop up somewhere else later on down the line. I yeah. mean,
1: Hercules, Hercules in Marvel comics now is kind of like um, like Aquaman from Batman Brave and the Bold. Where he's yeah. just, like, he's bombastic, like, outrageous! Like, just yeah. uh, like, yeah. sort of a lunatic, but nobody takes him seriously, even though he literally is the original human hero. Uh, and he, he literally is a demigod. He's related to yeah. the, the gods of Olympus, but nobody takes him seriously because he kind of turned into a drunk and became really self-centered. And so in comics that kind of framed him recently as like trying to get the, uh, his lost honor back by being a real hero. And I think that would be a great story of like, you know, you have, you have this guy that everybody's forgotten about and everybody just thinks he's a legend, but he's still alive and just drunk in Brooklyn a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, try to Like, hey, y-
2: y'all see that drunk dude lifting cars over there? Yeah. <laughs> <leave him>
0: alone. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Dazzler for X-Men. Laugh out loud. I'm, I'm kind of a Dazzler fan. I ain't
2: gonna lie to y'all. Again, okay. going with the ultimate lines, if they bring back, if they go with the ultimate line of X-Men and do like punk rock Dazzler, I'd be a-okay with that. Yeah, if he's pop star Jim Dazzler, I could pass on that personally.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I kind of, I like
2: the 80s one. I mean, so do I, but I personally think that the the direction they took in the ultimate line made for a more interesting character, especially oh. when they have her then hooking up with like the like with Angel, like you had yeah. this grungy, like dirty, raging bitch of a character that was Dazzler, then going with like the pretty boy, like suburbanite, oh, woe was me, because I yeah, literally I got you. biblical Angel, like just that dichotomy of characters, I think would be
0: really interesting to play off of. Yeah, I got you. I got you. All right, everybody. Well, we hit our hour time limit. We hit that time Actually, that went by pretty fast. When you're talking like comic books and video games and stuff, time goes by pretty quick from what I've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> we are the henchmen of Asteroid M. Check us out. Are we going to do this next Sunday? Absolutely. I'm-
2: yeah, I'm here for it.
0: Next Sunday at 11 a.m. Uh, Dan, do you want to go ahead and give them your social media links for the Doomcast?
1: Uh, check me out uh, on it, at the Doomcast on everything Instagram, Twitter, uh facebook slash the doomcast um and there's a link to uh to youtube as well so all right um, i'll make sure i
0: get those links from you and i'll put them up on the video as well
1: awesome hey thank you
0: yep that guy ride. go ahead and hit him
2: Hey, as you said, I am that guy Rye. Uh, I draw pictures and talk shit. This is my two favorite things to do. So, um, It's his favorite yeah. thing to do. It really <laughs> is. So, uh, yeah, follow me on all your favorite social medias: Twitter, uh, that guy underscore Rye; Instagram uh, at that guy underscore Rye; underscore IG, uh, and then Facebook art page that guy Rye draws. Uh,
0: and yeah, we'll see y'all next week. All right, let's see this. Oh, looky, she stayed around the whole time. Oh, thanks, Mary. She Man, said she's being too nice, like she's never this nice to me. <laughs> to so me, you just
2: gotta keep friends around, and then she won't. It's like, it's like won't. How your mom wouldn't yell at you in front of company, she'd wait until they left. <laughs> yep, like,
0: like, yep, yeah. yep, exactly. All right, uh, noobs and pros on everything, and then arsonist. You see, how it's spelled right there under my big ass head arsonist, uh, nap on Facebook, on Twitter, and then arsonist on Instagram. Check us out, like. I said we'll be back 11 a.m. next Sunday. If you have ideas that you want us to speak on, hit us up on Noobs and Pros. You can hit up the Doomcast. Is that cool? Absolutely. Yeah, hit up the Doomcast. Hit hit one of us up and let us know, and we'll throw it in the box, and we'll pick at random also. If you have funny comic book moon, uh, moons, oh, shit, moons. What the hell is <laughs> memes! If you have funny comic book memes, hit us with those as well. We'll play them in the beginning so we can get a laugh going. And, yeah, we appreciate you guys coming through and checking us out, like I said, next Sunday. All right, you guys, we out of here. We'll see you all later. Peace. Peace.